street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Alright, my name is Raul Wishers. Rosetta. Okay, pretty name. Nice to meet you. Rosetta Stone. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, where's the name come from? Did you? My grandma. Okay, that's really pretty. Thank you. Me and my wife are always trying to uh, like brainstorm names if we have more kids, you know. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm gonna put that on my list. Thank you. Mine's spelled with a Z, though. -E oh, really? R-O-Z-E-T-T-A. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, Rosetta. Um, so I'm doing interviews today about what people believe. Mm -hmm. And I, I would like, um, the way I typically do the interviews is for you to pick some belief you have, anything at all. Mm -hmm. It could be religious, political, none of the above, just whatever. Mm -hmm. Something that you're fairly convinced of and something that's kind of foundational for you. Okay. And I would like to ask you how questions. I would like to explore um, the steps that you took to arrive at that conclusion, and you know, um, get a sense of your certainty of whatever that belief is. But mostly, like the process of your thinking, what led you to that belief, and how do you know it's true? Okay. So, does that sound good? Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's start with um, what, what belief would you like to talk about? Well, we could talk about religion. Okay, religion. What do you? You want to be a little bit more specific? What do you mean religion? Um, you can say Christianity. Christianity. Do you want to like kind of define what you mean when you say Christianity? Like, what do I believe about Christianity? Um, I, I just believe in the Bible. Okay. I don't know about the whole religion, just the Bible. Okay. So we'll say the Bible. Um, so if we had to encapsulate this in like a statement, I'm thinking what would it be? Christianity is true, the Bible is true, Bible something is like true, that. Yeah. Okay, so the Bible is true. So maybe we can explore that. Um, so let me ask, why do you believe the Bible is true? Because it's like when I read it, it's not like how you read like a fictional story or something, somebody, a bibliography or somebody who's like somebody. For me, it's like a guideline of how to live your life, so I can't compare it to other people because they're just like me. But from the old, it gets the Old Testament and the New Testament, and you can see the differences on how they were living back then. But in the what, do you, New, what do you mean? Like, in, before there were laws, mm -hmm. like how to live life or whatever, that's in the Old Testament. And then when they, when they got the laws for the New Testament, you can see the, I don't know how to explain it, but like the differences between the two. Hmm. The difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament? And the way they were living back then, yeah. How does how does that um how does how does that for for you serve as a reason uh, is why you know it's true? It's like I it's just like stuff I've been through that helps me realize like it's it's actually somebody out there watching them because I have like a lot of near death experiences. But it's like no way I should be able to be alive today. Like I was like three years old and drunk a whole thing of bleach before, and that's supposed to like kill you, so they say. And I got been through car accidents where the car flipped over, almost caught on fire, and everything. Like it's been too much for me to like not believe in something. Hmm. 
Okay, so that that kind of gets into another area. So the the first thing we talked about, or that you mentioned, was the Bible. Mm -hmm. And you said you know that you know the Bible to be true because of it serves as kind of a guideline for how to live life. Yeah, because it's not necessarily in the Bible. It doesn't necessarily speak of a certain religion, so that's why I can't say like Christianity because it doesn't talk about it in the Bible. Mm -hmm. It's just like the Bible doesn't talk about Christianity. Not necessarily. It's just the Bible is like it tells you. If in a sense it's like telling you how to live your life because it's not it's too many different religions but they're all based on some part of the Bible it just picks and chooses which part that they want to they want to express in their own way okay like, if you look at like Islam and Christianity and that's what, what's another one like Buddhism yeah in a way they all saying the same thing but in different ways okay that's why the Bible doesn't exactly speak on just one overall religion mm-hmm so you believe that the Bible is true and the reasons that you believe this, it sounds like you have two, two main reasons. Number one, it serves as a guideline for how to live life. Mm -hmm. And number two, you've been through certain things. That reflect, like, I don't really know how to explain it. Like. Out of those two reasons mm -hmm. uh, um, concerning why you believe the Bible is true, what would you say is the most primary one, is the most important one? weighs the most for you as far as i say the guideline the, okay so let's 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 focus on that then guideline you believe the bible is true because it serves as a guideline for how to live life mm -hmm. what about this makes the bible true because i don't really know how to explain it it's like it's like it's like you it's like the saying, like, if you do good unto others, good comes unto you. Mm -hmm. So if you live your life right, you will be blessed abundantly. I have you want to say that. Hmm. Do good to others and, and good will be done to you. Yeah, like treat your neighbor as yourself. So you're saying that guideline. Is that's just like one of the examples from it. Of, like something, yeah. of something that you think makes the Bible true. Mm hmm. hmm. When you say the Bible is true, what, what do you mean by that? Like the word of the Bible, like you can apply like different verses to any aspect of your life mm -hmm. and it'll fit like spot on. So hmm. it has to have some truth to it. Okay. So do good unto others and good will be done. That's like one example of something that you found to be true mm -hmm. in the Bible. Hmm. Is it possible that the Bible could have things like this? And yet, it not be one hundred percent true in all that it says and teaches. You can't necessarily say that just because if you do the good doesn't mean the good is gonna automatically come right back. It might be later on in life or later on, like next week or something. There's no direct timeline when it'll happen, but it'll happen sooner or later. It's just on the right timing. When you say the Bible is true, do you mean that it is one hundred percent true in everything that it says and teaches? Yeah, eventually, yeah. Okay. If you were to find something that were not true in the Bible, would that decrease the level of confidence that you have in its truthfulness? No. And, and why is that? Because it's just, my belief is just too strong to doubt. Mm -hmm. What would it take to decrease your level of certainty in the truthfulness of the Bible? What kind of untrue thing would you have to find in the Bible in order to say, okay, maybe it's not 100% true? 
because I know also that they changed it from its native language to like our well, different spoken languages. So the wording is switched up, but I have read parts of the translation, like word for word translation of the, of the original way ancient Bible to what they compare it to the words that they use now. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a good understanding when I do it that way. Hmm. If uh, hypothetically, if you were to find um, some his, let's say just for example, a historic fact in the Bible mm-hmm. that ended up not being true, or a scientific fact that ended up not being true, or a contradiction um, between two things the Bible says, or something to that effect. If you were to find that, would that decrease your level of cer- certainty in, in the Bible's truthfulness? No. Okay. What if? And you said the reason it wouldn't shake your certainty is because your faith is too strong. Mm-hmm. And you said the reason your faith is strong is because you found so much truthfulness in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Up so far at this point of life. Okay. So what I'm having trouble understanding is, on the one hand, if finding true things in the Bible establishes its its truthfulness, mm-hmm. how come the the on the on the flip side, finding untrue things in the Bible wouldn't establish its untruthfulness? Because I have yet to find something that wasn't true about the Bible. Okay, I know, but I, but I asked you, like, hypothetically, if you were yeah, to... F- I don't know, because I'm not a good hypothetical thinker, so mm-hmm. I plan to answer that. Like, I don't, still don't think it'll change anything. Mm-hmm. Would you be willing to follow the evidence where it leads if you were to find something that were untrue in the Bible? Would you um, conclude that maybe the Bible is not 100% true? Or would you continue to maintain your position that it is 100% true? I just maintain my position in faith. So is because people can interpret it different ways. So I just know how my faith is. And that's what my stand is on the belief is in my faith that I got from the Bible, from reading it. My faith got stronger. So that's where the strength is coming from, not just how somebody else interprets it. Okay. How... How, I guess this is kind of the same question, but I'm just trying to make sure I understand. Mm-hmm. How willing would you be to change your mind if you found evidence? Probably um, not too willing. Not too willing. Yeah. And the reason for that is? Because it's just, it's too deep ingrained in me to know, like, it's, I don't, I don't understand. I'm not, I don't know how to explain it to you. It's just, my whole life is just was I've been reading about since I was like could read so mm-hmm. I just don't understand I I don't think anything hypothetically could make at, at this point could make me change my mind about it. I'm wondering if the Bible hypothetically were not true, mm-hmm. um, how would you come to that conclusion? How how would you find out? Like I would have to, they would, whoever wrote it would have to sit down in front of me and tell me that they made it up or whatever or. Mm-hmm. It's not that, like, I, I don't know, because I, I can think of anything that'll make me change my mind about it. Okay. Unless, like, the Lord himself tells me mm-hmm. else to Okay. Um, what if, I mean, I, I guess the question I, I wonder is, do you have that level of evidence to establish your currently held belief that it is true? If you would require something so miraculous as God himself paying you a visit <laughs> to establish its, its um untruthfulness Mm -hmm. do you currently have that level of evidence to establish its truthfulness has so i wonder why on the one hand do you do you require something so miraculous to disprove it 
but you don't require anything nearly that miraculous to prove it. Because it's easier to prove something when you have, how do I explain this? It's like, it's a difference between proving one or the other. Like, it's easier, you can find easier examples to prove the Bible is true in order than to prove that it's not true. Mm -hmm. You mentioned something earlier that I think was interesting. You said that other holy books have similar teachings. Mm -hmm. Do you think that finding those similar, those true things in those other holy books, whether it's the Quran or whatever, mm -hmm. do you think that establishes the truthfulness of those books? It could, yeah. Because if they're all basically saying the same thing, then why is it wrong? Like, what what would be wrong about it? What if the the Bible taught one thing? And then another holy book taught something that contradicted something the Bible said. How would we, if they're both true and they both um, have true things in them, how do we determine which one is telling the truth? You have to like show me a comparison what's being contradicted. Right? Okay, well, I don't know, just a, yeah. a theoretical example. Um, the Bible says Jesus is God, the Quran says Jesus is not God. See, the Bible didn't say Jesus is God, Jesus is the Son of God. So they still kind of say the same thing. Okay, here's another example. Let's say the Bible says there is one God and another, just some holy book says there are many gods. See, but the holy book could be talking about the many gods like Zeus or something, the mythology gods. It's just mythical. Well, but if that holy book has true statements in it, like... Because um, you can mix the truth with lies. So how would you determine whether or not that's the case with the Bible. How do we determine whether or not the Bible is truth mixed with lies? Because the Bible is like, it's not written just by like one person. It has different authors throughout it that tells of their life. It's just like a, a journal entry kind of like. Mm -hmm. They're telling how life was for them and how they overcame or what they went through or how they got through it or whatever, how people were living back then. And then they compared it, like the, the Old Testament, then they compared it with the New Testament when Jesus was here and how things either were the same or were different or how it could got better or worse or whatever. But in like the Quran, I haven't read the Quran or anything, but I know it's not that long or so because they make their kids like memorize it by the age of five or something like that. So they have some of the same stuff because my best friend is Muslim. So they have some of the same things, but it's not all the way the same because of how the creator of the Quran interpreted it. Yeah, I don't even know that's what, how I pronounce that right, but interpreted mm -hmm. it. So they just based it off that one person's interpretation interpretation mm -hmm. of what they believe from whatever they, I don't know, they read the Bible on their own, but from whatever they believe coming up, and they wrote the Quran on it. Mm -hmm. So having different people who live in totally different lifetimes say some of the similar stuff or whatever, or have have reporting to the same like their whatever they went through came down to the same person that helped them through it based on one person talking about their own belief or however they wrote theirs is a is a difference. Okay. So you're saying the Bible is not truth mixed with lies because it was written by multiple people at different times. Yeah, and they all it, I don't know if you read it or not, but they all have like, what's the word? Like they have their own trials and tribulations at different points throughout their lifetimes or throughout years or whatever. But when they go to 
whoever they pray to, they all pray. Like, they talk about some people praying to false gods, but nothing comes back from them. Like, they only see the real miracles or whatever from whenever Jesus was here because he got his power from his father God. And then the Old Testament people got it from, like, God came to them in different ways to show them how to do things or what mm -hmm. to do about it. So you're saying you know that the Bible is not truth mixed with error because it was written by multiple people at multiple times. Yeah, that, based on the same belief, yes. Based on the same belief. Is it possible for us to have a holy book that's written by multiple people at multiple times based on the same belief and yet it still be truth mixed with error? But why would they write down any lies if they want other people to learn from it? And they basically telling like the vulnerable states and everything else. So why waste time writing down what's not true to help somebody else learn from your mistakes? So you're saying it just seems unlikely to you that they would lie? Mm -hmm. how, how, how do we determine how likely it is that, that they would lie? We can't because all those people are gone, so we can't ask them or anything. But you think it's, it's more likely that they didn't lie? Yeah. And how, how did you determine that it's more likely that they didn't lie versus did lie? It's just, it's different if you, if you read it on your own and you apply it to your life, you can better relate to it. Hmm. Okay. Thanks, Rosetta. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for giving me your time. Street Epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Bogosian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos.